brought to you by the Las Cruces Sun News. This is Straight Shooter. What is going on, everybody? This is Justin Martinez, aka Jade Sports Dude. And if you are listening right now, let me just say thank you for tuning in to Straight Shooter, the podcast where I shoot from the hip and give you everything that you need to know about the New Mexico State men's basketball team. This is our season two premiere. So if you're a returning listener, then welcome back. I missed you. And if you're new to the program, well, then welcome to the family. Where have you been all my life? Oh man, it feels good to be back in the saddle for yet another year of New Mexico State basketball. We have a jam-packed episode on our hands today, so sit back and relax because I got you. I'm coming to you from a place that I like to call the saloon. So bartender, what do we have on tap for today? On tap today is an update on New Mexico State's roster, bold predictions for the season, an interview with Evan Gilliard II, and a preview of the Arizona Christian game. Alrighty, thank you, bartender. Let's get into it with segment number one, which is a roster update. The college basketball season begins this Wednesday, and New Mexico State is ready to begin its run at a fifth straight whack title. But before that happens, we do have some injury and eligibility news to report on. The first one is that Kalen Williams will miss the first semester of this season after breaking his fifth metatarsal in his foot prior to the Aggies leaving for Phoenix. He already underwent surgery, so we're wishing him a speedy recovery. That is the guy who is a Western Nebraska Community College transfer. Williams averaged 13.5 points, 3.3 rebounds, and 2.7 assists per game with the Cougars last season as only a freshman. He's someone who takes really good care of the basketball considering his age. The 6'2 guard recorded an assist-to-turnover ratio of 1.8 last season, and he was lethal in transition. He has that speed, but also that control, and that's really a rare blend, like I said, especially for someone as young as he is. Now, the good news is that Williams doesn't have to be in a rush to get back for the team. He was likely going to be competing with someone like C.J. Roberts for backup minutes, and again, he's only a sophomore, so time is on his side. Look for Roberts to have a bigger role on the second unit while Williams is recovering. Now, up next is an update that everyone is asking for, and that's the eligibility status of Mayan Kerr and Marcus Watson. Kerr is a South Florida transfer, while Watson is a former Oklahoma State Cowboy, and both players were four-star recruits out of high school, some really big gets for New Mexico State. And these guys joined the team towards the end of last season, and the NCAA says you must have two full academic semesters under your belt at your new university before becoming eligible. That means they aren't ready to suit up until the end of this semester, which is December 15th, unless their waivers for immediate eligibility are approved. And that's been the big thing everybody is tracking. When will we find out if Mayan and Marcus are eligible? Well, unfortunately, the NCAA still hasn't decided on that. So both players are still currently ineligible. They are able to practice similar to what we saw with Evan Gilliard last season when he came over from UTEP. And they could be granted eligibility at some point during non-conference play. It's really just a matter of when the NCAA gets around to it. And the tough thing about that is that the committee doesn't give any timelines for its decisions. So unfortunately, we just have to wait. And finally, we have the latest piece of roster news, and it's that junior guard Darius Brown has parted ways with the team. The six foot four shooting guard transferred from Clarendon College in September and was immediately eligible for this season, what was going to be a walk-on role. But the team confirmed on Monday that he has since chosen to step away. So those are all of the updates on New Mexico State's roster. Now let's get into segment number two. 
Alrighty guys, so that buzzer means it is time for segment number two, which is my bold predictions for this upcoming season. We're just going to go ahead and jump right into it with my first one, and it's that Wilfred Lakai will lead the Aggies in points off the bench this year. Not any of the three former four-star recruits, CJ Roberts, Marcus Watson, or Mayan Kerr. I'm talking Wilfred Lakai, the Casper College transfer to six foot nine power forward, averaged 16.8 points and 7.8 rebounds per game two seasons ago as a sophomore at the JUCO level. And he was set to make his debut for the Aggies last year before suffering a season-ending injury in the preseason. Now, the reason I think Lakai will be New Mexico State's top bench scorer this year is because he fills so many of the teams' needs. The Aggies don't have a whole lot of front court depth, especially with Kerr still waiting to gain eligibility, as we talked about earlier. And he also don't have much spacing in their second unit. Marcus Watson should be the team's backup three, and he's primarily a slasher. William McNair is the team's backup five as of right now, and he's a traditional big man who doesn't go outside of the paint. But Lakai has the range at six foot nine. He shot 38.7% from deep two years ago at Casper College, and he's very mobile for his position. I said it before, and I don't want to push this comparison too much, but I do see shades of Pascal Siakam when I look at his film. Not so much the Siakam that we saw at New Mexico State, because at the time, he was pretty much exclusively a bully ball type of player down low, someone who really leaned on his strength, but more like the Siakam that we see now with the Toronto Raptors, a mobile big man who spreads the floor and knocks down the three ball. Lakai definitely needs to put on some muscle and tighten his handles just a bit, but he's going to be so valuable because he causes mismatches at the four, and he can even run some center if New Mexico State wants to go five out. There's just so much you can do with a player like him, and he's one of those guys on this team that I'm really excited to see because not a whole lot of people are talking about him. Everybody wants to talk about this year's incoming transfers, and for good reason. It's a great class of players, but I think Lakai is going to really turn some heads and surprise people this season. Now, my second prediction is that New Mexico State will have four, count them, four all-whack first and second team selections this season. I tried my best to dig into the archives and see when was the last time a WAC team managed to do that. And the furthest I could go back was 2015, unfortunately. So we know it's been at least that long since it's happened. But the Aggies have all the talent to do that this season. Jabari Rice and Johnny McCants are virtual locks, in my opinion, barring injuries, of course. Rice was named the preseason WAC player of the year, and McCants was a preseason all-WAC first-team selection by both the media and the coaches poll. That puts New Mexico State halfway there, and I think the two other players will be Evan Gilliard and Donnie Tillman. Now, Gilliard managed to average 7.5 points and 2.8 assists per game last season as really the team's fourth, maybe even fifth scoring option, but it was only two seasons ago that he was averaging a team-high 13.6 points per game at UTEP. This guy is a bucket, and I think he'll be a double-digit scorer this season while also leading the team in assists. Now, those numbers probably won't be good enough to make the first team, but it should get him on the second team. And then there's Tillman, who averaged 10.1 points and 4.7 rebounds per game at UNLV last season. He did it in a more competitive conference in the WAC, and now he joins a New Mexico State team where he'll get plenty of opportunities to shine because of his versatility, that ability to play either the three or the four. Tillman was named to the preseason All-WAC first team by the coaches and the second team by the media, along with being named the preseason WAC Newcomer of the Year. I think Tillman will land on the second team alongside Gilliard, and that gives New Mexico State four players on the list. And now it's time for my final bowl prediction. It's one that I made last season, but didn't really get to see it play out. And it's that New Mexico State will win a game in the NCAA tournament. Now, obviously, the postseason got canceled last year, so we'll never know what could have been. But I think this Aggies team has all the talent to be just as good as last year's version. Now, New Mexico State is bringing back probably two of the top four players in the WAC 
in Rice and McCants. The team is loaded up with four new players who were four-star recruits out of high school. And as difficult as it is to see the Aggies move to Phoenix, I think there's a silver lining to it. And I'll go ahead and explain here. New Mexico State is essentially in an NBA bubble-like atmosphere right now where the team lives and breeds basketball. And I think this experience is going to better prepare them for an NCAA tournament that'll have the same setup. It's already been announced that the tournament will be held in one location. And I think the Aggies won't be phased by that change nearly as much as the rest of the teams in the country because it won't really be new to them. Now, the big thing they don't have on their side is how weak their schedule is going to be this year. There are no Power 5 opponents to boost their resume. And they're playing in a conference that isn't very impressive either. Let's just call it spade a spade. Now, New Mexico State has to dominate the WAC just for it to be considered a plus on its resume. And because of all of that, it's going to be very difficult for the Aggies to get a good seed in the NCAA tournament. They should be ecstatic if they get a 12 seed like they did two seasons ago, but a 13 seed is a more realistic goal to aim for. So that's definitely going to hurt their chances of getting a win in March Madness because, you know, they're going to have to play a more talented team, a higher seed, and it's definitely going to make it more of an uphill battle. But the Aggies are one of the more dangerous mid-major teams in the country this season, and I think they'll be a team that higher seeds want to avoid come postseason. So those are my three bold predictions for the year. And now it's time to move on to segment number three, which is an interview with Evan Gilliard. I've been talking a whole lot about the teams' bubble in Phoenix, and what better way to get a sense of what it's like there than to hear from someone who's living there right now. So bartender, change the channel real quick. You got it, boss. Here with Evan Gilliard, one of the star players for New Mexico State, getting ready for the start of this upcoming season. First of all, just how you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. You know, loving the grind, you know, the things that we're doing over here. So I'm doing good. Yeah. Liking that Phoenix weather and all that? Yeah, 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 for sure. Cool. Yeah, I guess now you guys have been there uh, in Phoenix for a little while now. You got a chance to kind of get settled in. Just how are you liking the whole situation, the setup, all that kind of stuff? Um, Of course, it's different, you know, moving from, you know, the city that you play in and having a home court and everything. Um, it's very different. But, I mean, um, it's adversity, you know. We got to fight through the adversity and fight through the challenges that's thrown our way. We had challenges last year with injuries and stuff like that at the beginning of the season. We fought through that, and um, we ended up having a great season. So, as long as we do that, we stay with each other, and we, you know, stay together and everything, and we'll be fine. Yeah mentioned being away from home now it really seems like you guys are just living and breathing basketball because that kind of helped you focus just a little bit more on, on the task of band yeah it definitely has so it's like I mean it's like we leave we're living a professional lifestyle but you know we still have you know schoolwork and things in that nature which is online but it's more of you know the professional lifestyle with the gym being in the ballroom and everything and stuff like that so I mean it's a great feeling to me you know I can focus on my game a lot, really stay in the gym a lot. You know, it's the gym walking distance, you know, um, I get there as much as I can, 24-7 access, which we didn't have when, you know, we was in Las Cruces. So I think that's better. Yeah, definitely. Just where would you say your game is at right now as the season's coming up? Because obviously you guys have been short on like actual practice time, but just how are you feeling personally? I'm feeling great. You know, I feel like um, over this past summer and the prices leading up until into the season, um, I feel like I've been, you know, increasing my intelligence on the game, um, you know, making my teammates better and um, scoring the ball and just being a, a smart decision maker, uh, point guard, you know. So I feel like I've ele elevated my game to a very high level and got very a lot of confidence going into the season. Yeah mentioned scoring the basketball obviously last season 
you got to take on somewhat of a bigger role as a facilitator, which still got to do this year. But it does seem like you're going to get to have more opportunities to score the ball. Just how much are you looking forward to, to kind of taking on that role this year? Um, Shoot, I, I can't wait. You know, I love to score the ball. But at the same time, I mean, I just want to do anything that helps my teammates uh, look better, feel better during the game and, you know, help us win the game. So last year I took on the role of – being a facilitator, is, that's what I had to do. I had enough scores around me, and um, I just knew I had to come in and affect the game in a different way than, you know, everybody will, everybody else was. So um, I feel like it's, it's great to take on the scoring role, but I'm going to still play within my game and make sure my teammates look good. Yeah, obviously you're not alone at that one spot. You guys brought in guys like C.J. Roberts, um, Kalen Williams. Mm-hmm. I know he is going to be missing some time at the start of the year, but still he's another guy that can contribute when it's healthy. What have you seen out of these new guys so far? Uh, they great guys, great group of guys. Uh, they they're they're learning. You know, it's a little bit hard. You know, with Jance and everything, it's you know he really demands a lot. But um, they're they're learning. They they getting the hang of it. They are doing the things that they need to do to put themselves on the court and actually get a lot of playing time and stuff like that. So, I mean, um, I'm seeing a lot of hard work. You know. Uh, they got a, the dog mentality. Have They play with a chip on their shoulder, which is always great when you come to the Aggies. So, yeah, they're looking pretty good. Yeah, I know Coach mentioned that a couple of days ago you guys had an actual scrimmage within the team. You brought the reps in, all that kind of stuff. Just how good was it to get a sense of, I guess, just the closest thing to real game competition? It was it was great because, you know, we don't have scrimmages or any exhibition games and stuff like that. So it's like um, it's great to be able to get that 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 game feeling you know we went about it like it was a game day i had to shoot around uh the pregame meals and everything so um it was great to get that feel for you know what game day would be like and um uh how we go about our game day so it was great it was great great energy uh we made great plays got better at the same time and you know still got things to work on yeah who are some guys, whether it be coming back from next, from last year or coming into the team uh, for the first time, who are some guys you've seen have really improved this offseason? Um, honestly, I feel like everybody has really improved in numerous ways and different ways. So um, it's, it's, it's hard to really put a finger on it, you know. I feel like uh, Will – Will has 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 done a lot to to get better with his game and his touch and scoring a ball in the paint. Um, Wilford has gotten better a lot with um, his motor and playing hard and you know things like that. Um, who else can I think of right now? Um, that's all I can really think of right now. Of course, Clayton has gotten better with you know shooting the ball, being a little bit more aggressive on offense and. You know, he does everything else with defense, rebounding the ball, offensive rebounding, and, and you know what I'm saying, just being that that uh, that glue guy on the team that, that plays hard and makes sure we all stick together and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, those guys, and that's all I can really think of. You know, Johnny is Johnny. You know, he's going give, to give what he got every game. And, yeah. you know, his IQ is unbelievable when it comes to the game of basketball. So, yeah. That's it's, it's pretty much, yeah. A lot of weapons for sure. Now you guys are getting ready for a game against Arizona Christian on Friday. Have you started to look at the film already? Just what have you seen out of this team so far? I mean, um, uh, 
I've took some time individually to just, you know, lock in on the team that we play against and stuff like that. We haven't did anything as a team uh, yet watching on um, watching them on film, but um, I took the initiative individually to check them out and, you know, see how their games are and stuff like that. They play pretty fast. Um, they got a couple of good guards and, you know, uh, but yeah, I mean that's that's all I've I've seen so far. I mean we'll get a little bit more in detail once we start coming together as a team. Yeah, definitely. This is a team that I think they're playing tonight, but as of right now they're four and zero on the season and ranked I believe number nine um, in the country at the NAIA level. Even though it is an NAIA team, just what has been the message from the staff in terms of just you know I guess not letting up and just taking them as serious as any other team. Um, honestly, I don't think we really need a message from the staff. You know, uh, it's all about, you know, the leaders that we have on our team. We make sure we stay on each other and be like, hey, like, we're not taking this game for, you know what I'm saying? We're not taking them light. You know, we want to go in there and play with a chip on our shoulder and, and just really just blow the game away and don't give them a chance at all, you know? Um, I feel like we have great energy together and a great mindset together to where it's like, we don't care who we playing against. We're going in back to the wall and we just going to go full throttle and, and just do what we got to do to win the game. Yeah. Obviously last year's postseason didn't get to play out because it did get canceled. Just how much has that left you, I guess, just waiting even more for the start of this next year? Man, eager, eager. It's, just, it's, it's, it's crazy. Like, you know, you when you when you doing something that you love and really have a passion for, and when it gets taken away from you and stripped away from you, it hurts, you know. But when it gets closer to where you can actually get it back and get that feeling back, you know, you get the tingling, the tingling feeling in your body. You just ready to just, you know, what I'm saying, explode and just give everything that you got on the court. So, I feel like that's a. I feel like it's just. It's, it's a blessing and a curse at the same time because we're going into the season with a different mindset, you know, with, you know, not to take anything for granted, not take any game for granted, not a minute for granted, second, anything. We're just going to go out and play our hardest as much as we can the whole game. It's, it's just the whole game. Yeah. Last year's group, one of the better New Mexico State teams in recent memory. Just this year, from what you've seen out of this team, just where has the bar been set from this year? Just how, how dangerous can this team be this year? Um, the bar has definitely been set higher because of the things that we did with the team last year. So, uh, we definitely have standards that we need to reach. Uh, but, um, the, the bar is very high for this team. This team can be great. You know, our team can really make a run in NCAA tournament. It's just about is how much are we going to stay together and stay, you know, I'm saying within each other, stay away from getting COVID and, you know, playing the season out smart, you know, and really just giving our all every time we step out on the court because I feel like we have a lot of dog mentalities on our team, you know, and that's what Jan's like. And that's how we've been winning and having that 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 tough skin and having that chip on our shoulder and playing hard every game. Definitely. Now, this is uh, for my straight shooter podcast. And you are a veteran of this podcast. So you probably know I like yeah. to help by giving nickname suggestions to the guys that I'm talking to. But since you are a returner, we've already done that. So I've got something different for you here today, Evan. Uh -huh. Our straight shooter superlatives. So I'm going to give you something that's going to be like most likely to blank, and you're going to tell me the player on the team who's most likely to, to do that thing, I guess, if that makes sense. Okay, I got you. Got I got you. a couple for you here. All right, so first one, most likely to win 
on the show Survivor? Who's got that Survivor mentality? If they were to be dropped in the forest, who's going to be the one lasting the longest out there? Uh, Donnie. Donnie Tillman. Really? For okay. sure. Donnie Tillman, for sure. That man is – he's different. Just wait till y'all see him in the game. Y'all going to be like, oh, my God. Like, but watch, yeah. Okay. For sure, Donnie. Next one is most likely to be a TikTok star who's got the dancing moves to go viral on TikTok. Clayton. Really? Okay. Clayton, Clayton is a dancing fiend. Clayton, for sure. Nice. For sure. And then the last one, speaking of music, most likely to listen to country music before the game to get hyped up. Who's the Jimmy Butler of the group listening to that Jason Aldean and all that stuff? The Jimmy Butler of the group? Ooh, this is going to be a tough one. Let's see, let's see, let's see. I might have to go with – I might have to go with uh, with uh, with Johnny. Really? Okay, listen to some country music? Yeah, I could see Johnny. I could see Johnny listening to country country music more than anybody else on the team. Okay, not yourself. Yeah. That's how you get hyped pregame? No, 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 not me. Not me. Nah, not me. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Evan, I think that's all that I have, man. I really appreciate you taking the time to talk to me. Best of luck this For season sure. against Arizona Christian on Friday, man. Appreciate it, man. All right. Thank you. All righty, guys. So that was Evan Gilliard II. Shout out to him, as always, for joining the show. He is a straight shooter veteran, and I really appreciate him joining us today to talk about the team's bubble situation, the upcoming season, and the Arizona Christian game. But obviously, the most important bit of information from all of that, guys, are those superlatives now we know donnie tillman is a different breed clayton henry is a dancing fiend and johnny mccants likes him some jason aldean apparently make sure to tune in next week for more superlatives but for now we're moving on to segment number four folks Alrighty, folks, that buzzer made this time to do something I've been waiting on for months now, and that's to preview an actual upcoming game for the Aggies. New Mexico State kicks off its season with a road game against Arizona Christian this Friday at the NAIA Teams' Event Center in Glendale, Arizona. Tip-off time is set for 4 p.m. Now, let's take a look at this team because I got to say, they are pretty dangerous. The Firestorm are actually 5-0 this season, and they're ranked ninth in the country at the NAIA level. Now, leading the backcourt is Deron Kyle, a 6'4 senior who's averaging 21.4 points per game. That's a team high, and he's shooting 44.2% from the floor. Now, this is a guy who can score either off the dribble or in a catch-and-shoot situation. He does most of his damage on the perimeter. Kyle is shooting 35.7% from distance so far this season. Meanwhile, the team's front court is anchored by Robbie Wilson. The 6'9 senior is averaging 19.8 points and a team-high 11 rebounds per contest, and he consistently provides second opportunities for the Firestorm. The veteran big man is averaging an incredible 5.2 offensive rebounds per contest. That's right, folks, just him, 5.2 offensive rebounds per game, and that leads us to our key to success for this game. Now, the key to success for New Mexico State here is to keep the Firestorm off the offensive glass, but that's not just Wilson and the rest of the bigs. Kevon Williams, Xavier Cooper, and Dominic Gonzalez are all six foot three or shorter, and all of them are averaging at least one offensive rebound per game. It's a group effort for this team, and it's a big reason why Arizona Christian is averaging 14.2 offensive rebounds per contest this season. So taking those extra opportunities away from the Firestorm is going to be crucial on Friday. Now, with that being said, it's time for my prediction. So can I get a drum roll, please? 
So for this one, I'm going with New Mexico State by a score of 88 to 67. I don't see the Firestorm having that level of success that they've been having on the boards against the Aggies. New Mexico State isn't going to come into this game playing its best basketball by any means because it hasn't gotten much time to practice this preseason. But I think there's too much talent on this roster to fall to an NAIA team. So give me the Aggies in a season opening 21 point win. But that is going to do it for our season two premiere of Straight Shooter. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a like, share it with the rest of Aggie Nation, and consider subscribing or following, depending on whatever platform you're listening to this on. New episodes are going to be released every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Mountain Time throughout the entire season. So I can't wait to keep this going, and I do hope that you join me for this journey. If you guys want to stay up to date with all things Aggie Hoops, make sure to follow me on Twitter at JTheSportsDude and subscribe to the Las Cruces Sun News. This has been Justin Martinez, aka Jay the Sports Dude. I'll see you guys next Wednesday. I'm out. <laughs>